Welcome to Woodlawn Triangle, stories from the Woodlawn Farmer's Market. This podcast is a collection of interviews with the vendors and market goers of the Woodlawn Farmer's Market community. I am your host, Meg. This episode focuses on the people who brought art to the streets of Woodlawn and created the Woodlawn Street Mural. Back in October 2016, the Woodlawn community came together to paint the Woodlawn Street Mural, located on the Deacom Triangle where the Farmer's Market is held. The Deacom Triangle is a focal point of the neighborhood, where a committee of neighbors and artists commissioned a mural to unify the neighborhood. The committee of Woodlawn Farmer's Market members and neighbors originally reached out to the Village Building Convergence and received a grant for materials for this huge project. Acceptance to the VBC provides grants, as well as workshops and trainings to support the effort. One hundred volunteers of all ages came out to paint the mural. And the most important part of the project was the participation of the artists, who would capture the soul of the neighborhood and create a place for community to come together. The project was able to recruit artist Adam Cerisi, but he needed help representing the history and diversity of Woodlawn. With the help of Woodlawn neighbor Andre Culpepper, he was able to connect with artist and longtime resident of Woodlawn, Jerry Quentin. Together, they created the bright and beautiful street mural. Adam, a newer resident of Portland, was excited to work on a mural that represented a history of Woodlawn. During this conversation with him, I learned the process the artist goes through to create a mural. My name is Adam Cerisi. I am one of many artists involved. Uh, I worked on this with, uh, his name is Jerry Quinton, and uh, we came together to make this mural for the Woodlawn neighborhood, something that represents uh, the diversity of the community. So basically we wanted to have a mural that represents, uh, that first and foremost, the black community that's been here. So Jerry is a bit older than me. He's been an artist his whole life. He's an older black artist who works with a lot of uh, African-American imagery and sometimes he combines it with uh, some Native American imagery. Mm-hmm. He likes to make sure that we're working with communities of color and uh, the artwork represents that. I myself do a lot of public art, a lot of murals, and I like to work with the same idea but we just work with two different types of imagery. So it's nice to see it's blended together. And the way it worked was on the very bottom of the mural here is sort of the idea that this is the roots of the, uh, the black community that's been part of Woodlawn uh, for a long time, for uh, the last century. There's uh, two main faces there which are in dialogue with one another. The discourse sort of uh, comes together in this like festivity of colors and moves upwards and explodes into this uh, this sort of uh, blossoming and fruition of a, of a diverse neighborhood, a diverse community um, that celebrates the that history with uh, connecting Woodlawn with the rest of the city, which was the what we'd say the streetcar, and there's also the emblem for the Wood, the Woodlawn uh, Neighborhood Association. And we wanted to involve that. They were a huge part in helping us uh, get this together. Uh, along sides of that train is sort of bursting through what's going to be uh, these these uh, enormous stalks of corn to help represent the the uh, Latino community. They're a huge part out here as well. Uh, on top of the train 
is a uh, younger female of color who is uh, rising up with a uh, basket of vegetables and that's to represent the empowerment of uh, people in this community to, for, well for one with the farmers market and then also in, con in a concert with the houses behind and a lot of green space, there's a lot of green trees and green yards that allow, affords people enough space to like grow their own greens, grow their own food. That girl is sort of the future, the hope that we can have this retain, uh, retain this here and uh, allow it to f come to further fruition. What I think of when I think of a street painting is like the end product, but like what goes into planning doing like a huge oh, painting like this? It's, <laughs> it's so much work. The beginning of it was being offered the opportunity to do a mural. I've done uh, numerous murals in this neighborhood and around Portland. Once I agreed to that and that was offered, then it was, what are we going to paint? And when I started asking people who were involved with, uh, you know, it came, the idea came from primarily the farmer's market. And they said, oh, it would be great to see a mural of diversity. And as we started um, creating the imagery for it, it felt like there was something missing. And that was... Uh, the fact that we needed to involve, uh, you know, people of the people of the community that are not just me, like a younger white guy, and so uh, I had um, been by one of my neighbors. Her name is Andre. She said, "You know, I I, I agree with you. I think we should bring in uh, someone of color." And so we brought in Jerry, and we had to like put the whole project on hold for a while. It came to like a screeching halt. We were originally supposed to do this uh, in conjunction with um, the BBC, the Village Building Convergence. They were doing like this big uh, festival of murals across the city. I think back in June, and we just it just felt like a responsibility of ours of ours to if it was going to be a mural that reflected diversity, also in the way with the process and and who was involved in collaborating, it had to reflect it in that same way. And so then once we had an image through, I mean, there was so much like that even like left my hands too, you know, and there was like um, all the all the people from the farmer's market were involved with uh, helping finding volunteers, getting the supplies, getting the funding for it. Um, we had to go to a bunch of meetings with uh, a neighborhood association to get um, people to uh, help us with further funding to, uh, add, to even vote on it to allow us to do it. We had to get signatures from all the neighbors around here. That was even a bit of a struggle getting everyone to agree because you can't you can't have one single person say no because then everyone has to agree on it. So it was, it was a lot of work. And, I mean, we started tossing around this idea back in May, and now it's almost October. Going through, you know, today the entire event, like the seeing how much of this community came out, seeing that it's over 100 volunteers, seeing kids meeting one another for the first time, finding out how close they live together, then their parents meeting one another because these kids just befriended each other. Like, all of that is is amazing you know and it makes a day extremely worth it so you feel good right now i feel great this. Yeah. yeah it seems like it's turning out would you say you're like halfway done or i think we're about two-thirds done two-thirds yeah, okay two-thirds done we're just waiting for this last round of paint to come here okay. so we can just finish filling it in and then a uh, little bit of detail and then um go have some drinks yeah. <laughs> the day of the mural i got to talk to dolly and elias who came out to paint the mural they provide their veteran perspective on painting and tell me what they think about the mural. For full disclosure, I have babysat them before. What? What's your first name? Dahlia. Dahlia. Okay, what's your first name? Elias. Elias. So we've got Dahlia and Elias. 
What color are you guys painting? Yellow. yellow. And this is a shape. What shape is this? Triangle. So you're painting a yellow triangle. So can you tell what this is going to look like? I, I guess if I had to describe the it, the girl. If yeah. Describe this pattern of triangles. I would. I would kind of describe it as drawing a zigzag line, but without drawing a zigzag line. Oh, okay. Because you draw two two colors. Except like a bunch of different two colors. Did you choose to do yellow, or did they just tell you you're doing yellow? No, they said that it would go good with the green. Oh, okay. Have you guys ever painted before? Yeah, uh, we painted our basement. Your basement, right? You were telling me earlier. You painted the walls. It's like this, except on the ground. Oh, okay, it's like that, except on the ground. It nice. A lot of so, what do you think? It's fun. Yeah. So, have you ever been to the farmers market that's here? No. If I did, I wouldn't know I was. <laughs> do you think you'll come now that you painted the street that's under it? Yeah. Maybe. Nice. Okay. Cool. You want to tell us anything else on this podcast about street painting? It's fun. You should all try it. <laughs> you should all try it. So we have a recommendation. Would you recommend this? Uh, yeah. It feels like you're helping the community when you're doing this. Oh, nice. Without Andre, the mural would have turned out a lot differently. Andre bridged old and new Portland by connecting Adam and Jerry, who came together to create the art that is in the triangle today. Obviously, we're very involved in this project, right? Yeah. You like consulted on what it would look like, and you connected them with the artist. And yeah, I was talking to Adam about he was talking about the mural, as you recall, like when we were first doing our design yeah. and working with Adam. I was talking about Jerry because Jerry had been in the neighborhood for so long. And who I is just, Jerry? Well, Jerry is Woodlawn neighbor who's been here for. I believe like 20 plus years right and um, you know black man that is an artist and a well-renowned artist and has like some beautiful artwork on Alberta and the bus stops and things like that and so um, I really wanted to get him involved because he didn't know about the farmers market and he didn't know about the art inquiry that you know that, that was happening at the time and so while he didn't get involved in the, the initial design I was really excited to get him involved in the mural because I know he does like big bold you know like super colorful stuff so I was just like yeah like this would be amazing if the two of them could actually work together and so and it just so happens like we all live on the same street so Adam is just kitty corner to me and Jerry is just two blocks away you know just east of us so it kind of worked out that he got to kind of like we went for a walk one day when I was walking my dog and I was like come on over let's see if Jerry's home and um, we went over and, and took a look at his studio, and I left him after an hour. They were, like, into their, you know, thing. So I was like, cool, this might be good. So, yeah, I was excited that it really worked out. And yeah. you have been in this neighborhood for a long time, too, right? I've been here for 15 years, 15 yeah. 15 years. Yeah. Do you think these street um, paintings have added to the neighborhood? I think the street paintings are great. I think that um, they're they're a great opportunity to like because you know you know we're all so technology oriented now and we're all you know I think as I've watched the neighborhood grow it's frustrating when it's like I'm looking out my windows I have no idea who these people are walking by and they're walking by with their dogs or they're walking by looking at their phones and so like this is a great opportunity to kind of get people that are interested in, in communicating with other people to be able to actually do that 
And especially to be able to acknowledge the talent that's here so that everybody can say, hey, I know who that is, I know who we're talking about, I know who did that piece of art, and be able to start making those connections with their own neighborhood. Right? Have you seen that happening today while you've been here? Totally, yeah. I think that it's been really exciting because I think that, you know, A, I think that Jerry has every right to be, you know, pretty proud of, of his work in general. And I think it's been, I think, really um, rewarding for him to feel a little bit more involved with a lot of these because there's a ton of new people that are moving in you know Portland's growing at a pace of over 30,000 people a year so um, I think it's great for for him to feel connected Adam being younger you know I think already has been feeling connected with the neighbor quite some time but I think in the conversation that I've had with him about the piece he had originally designed something but he was kind of frustrated with some of the um, the directions that he was going with it because I think he felt like he was kind of reiterating himself and so I think that working with Jerry kind of gave him an opportunity to kind of like step back away from that a little bit and to say let's you know like let's take a different perspective on this because I think the idea of the mural was to be able to kind of like unify not only the neighbors but to also unify us who we are here now with the history of the neighborhood and um, I think that that was kind of a nice way to, to be able to do it, is to work with an artist that's been here, right. you know, for a much longer period of time. Well, and it seems like they're two very different artists kind of combining, um, you know, which makes it a very unique piece in that way. Truly. You know, a piece that neither one of them may have come up with without each other. Con- right, know, right, without the contribution of the other. Of right, yeah. exactly, exactly. <laughs> and they literally now better know their neighbors, you know, and... Um, yeah, and I think that, um, yeah, we've all had the opportunity to kind of kind of get out here and you get to see people that are familiar, people that you've seen around, but you actually get to engage in conversation and, and maybe the fact that we actually ran out of paint for a little while and people had to kind of sit on the sidelines and just talk to each other was, was a piece of that. I have a candid conversation with Jerry about how fast Portland is changing. Being an African-American artist, and connecting with Adam to create the Woodlawn Street mural. So I've been I've been in the Woodlawn area for 34 years. Yeah, 34, 35 years. And in those 35 years, you know, it's I've seen it going through so many so many changes and stuff. But just recently, you know, in the last two three years, has been a huge leap. Huge leap, you know. I mean, as far as businesses and and all those things coming in and stuff, and uh, you know, and so all those other years before that and stuff, it's been kind of a tranquil place, you know. I mean, we, we've had we've had our problems in regards to gangs and all that stuff. We went through that stuff, and you know, that stuff is all bias and stuff now. And so, you know, Woodlawn's a great place to be. It, it's a great place to be, and I. You know, personally, you know, I, I I thrive off that, you know, that adversity, you know, that diversity, you know, I like that diversity, you know, and, and you know, as people come in and more and more, you know, I, I look at, you know, I look at the transition and I go, well, you know, I, I hope people just have respect for the culture that's already here. How uh, do you think they can do that? Oh, just saying hello. Just saying hello. How you doing? You know, I've I've seen people in this neighborhood, you know, that have only been here for months look at you like, 
you know, I'll come back to him and say, hey, who are you? I, you know, my name's Jerry Quentin. I, you know, I live over on the other side and stuff and talk to him and stuff and just to let him know, you know, that, you know, you're welcome, but, you know, don't have an attitude, you know. But for the most part, that hasn't happened. It's been pretty nice. It's been, it's, it's, it's been pretty nice around here, you know. It's, you know, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the weather. <laughs> it could be because, you know, you look you look around. We're we're living in some pretty um, we're living in some pretty crazy time. And I'm hoping that this um, uh, this mural will kind of serve as a kind of a launch place for people to have talks about diversity and race and stuff. You know, to have that has kind of a backdrop. Wouldn't that be nice? That'd be that'd be a nice as a, as a physical space or as like a conversation space. Has a has a physical space, you know, have a podium there and people could come up and, and have a rally or whatever. Wow. You know? That's an interesting idea, yeah. Well, so you need that backdrop because you you look around Portland. Now you go you go, you know, southwest, uh, northwest, you know, even southeast. And 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 there the art and the advertisement that are in those places with 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 lighting and all that stuff is all prevalent and it draws you to it. Northeast Portland doesn't have that. You don't you don't see that. You know, and uh, somebody was telling me um, about the uh, mural. It says, you know, that's the first thing I've seen over here, man. That's advertised that big and you know it's big and you know we can see it and it's us and you know and I go yeah well. I said, that's the way it should be. I, I want to thank Adam. You know, Adam, you know, he was the one that was the spearhead on this thing. And, and uh, he invited me, you know, they invited me to come in on it and stuff. Cause, because he, uh, he was, Adam asked me, he said, well, Jerry, they want some diversity in this and stuff. And, you know, I, I, I know a little bit, but I think, you know, maybe you might be able to add something more to it. And so we went and we sat down and we, I did a sketch and stuff. And he goes, oh, man, that's it right there, man do that so what do you feel like was like what adam contributed and what you contributed like what were the important now now adam adam contributed the history Mm. because he had he had the trolley car in there beacon street used to have a trolley car you know and so he put the he put the um you know the history of the trolley car and and uh threw some things in in regards to uh history of uh harvest you know, there's the history of harvest with the corn and stuff, and then of course I bring that diversity and I bring that I bring that tribal, I bring the tribal thing to it and stuff and 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 how, you know, tribes people of, of tribes all over the all over the world they, re, they they respect the harvest, and 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 everything is everything is surrounded by that and they lift that up, you know and and so. You, and and you put the you, you put that diversity in there with that and stuff and the dynamics of that, you know, and the dichotomies of cultures and traditions that people hang on to and stuff and see that, and it just you know it just brings pride to people, and it brings pride to the neighborhood and it and it's something special for people to come into our neighborhood and see hey, look at look at uh, Woodlawn, right on you know. And so, and, 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 and even more than that is when people come over here, they feel comfortable. You know, you don't have to come over here and feel as though that you're under pressure to be anything but yourself. And that's it. You know, that's it in a nutshell. There are a lot of great people around here. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing about that street painting, too, for Woodlawn is it's not like any other street painting no. that I've seen. No, it's, it's totally unique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's totally unique. And, and Adam was, you know, Adam was talking about that. He says, man, I've seen... He says, I've seen people come up with stuff around here, Jerry, and stuff, and, and you know, and it kind of all kind of falls into the same thing, you know, floral or some kind of yeah. urban scene or something, but this thing is spiritual. This is a spiritual thing, and this is really different. I said, well, you know, that's me. Yeah. I'm different, man. <laughs> I'm a different cat. You know what? I'm just a human being. You know, Woodlawn has a mural that there's nothing like it in the world and, we're, and, and we're blessed for it you know as, as far as being an a, a, being an artist in portland now you know I've, I've worked in a school district and after school programs teaching at-risk kids and stuff and you know they have they have no idea that there's even black artists in this city hmm. really you know i mean they you know they do but they've never met them you know, and stuff like that. I know, I know I've uh, done a few things with R.V. Smith. Have you ever heard of R.V. Smith? I have not. Yeah, he's showing at the Portland Art Museum now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's at the Portland Art Museum and right now. And he is from Portland? Yes, he's, yeah. he's. Uh, uh, he and I both uh, have the dubious distinction of being art teachers at SEI. He Great was program. there. He was there before me, and then I came after him for eight years. Yeah. And so that rubs off on me and I can get into Portland Art Museum but 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 RV is a good he's a good example of you know somebody who has persevered and stuff but it's you know it shouldn't take that long and you got great artists like that around here it shouldn't take that long and 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 plus the fact that you have people you know not only you know in the city but in Woodlawn who appreciate art I've had I've had some some good support from people here in Woodlawn about buying art and supporting me and stuff. And so, you know, people are into artists. They just don't see it. What do you think could happen? Well, there's always, there, 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 there's already been a few things that have happened. Um, I, um, and this, and this, and this goes back to talking about how difficult it is to be a visual artist and the decision that you make, the, the conscious decision that you make you know, to sacrifice your time and effort. You're going to do it because you love it. You want to make a living at it, but you got to go to the places in which you want to see your work. And so I got discovered in Seattle. I'm currently showing at the Onyx in Seattle yes, on, first, on First Street. Yes, okay. I'm, I'm currently showing there. I signed a contract with B Squared in Tacoma, and they're currently moving to Seattle. My first show there is at the first of the year. It's my first show. Congrats! So, thank you. Well, you know, and 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 I've and I mean, I've I've had shows. My last show here was at Concordia University. So I've had a show here. That was last summer. So I've had shows here and stuff. But you know, you're ready to move to that. You know, after all these years of teaching kids and 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 working with parents and all these things, it's time to spend some time on myself and stuff. But I'm very, very fortunate to be in this this area. There are a lot of artists in this area. So I'm not originally from Portland. I've only been here about three years. Okay, where are you from? I'm from Ohio. Okay. Um, and so I feel 
first, you know, on one hand, like I'm part of the problem and I'm trying not to be. <laughs> so wow. I, I'm totally, well, you know, I think I, when I moved here, I had no idea that so many other people had the same idea, but I also moved here because, you know, I, I wanted a job and all these other things. Right. And then I saw how hard it was here for people to get a job. And yes. so, you know, I've really been trying to be conscious about getting involved with farmers markets and the neighborhood association right. and really yes. brushing myself up on the history of Portland. But one of the grand like illusions I had before I moved here was that it was this Mecca for artists and that they were just gonna, but I've also seen, you know, that it's also a struggle here for artists. Well, Portland, unfortunately, has a history, a, a, a deep-seated history of, of, of racism, and, and it still holds on, you know, and, 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 it, and, it's, and it's too bad because, you know, you go, to, you, you go to diverse cities like Seattle, it's just thriving mm-hmm. everywhere. All you have to do is have the talent and the idea, boom, it's out there. We don't care what color you are. We're going, you know. Right. You come to Portland, well, you know, there's that, always that second thought. And, and for artists especially artists of color, you know, that, that second thought is, is, is one of those things you look at and you just go, okay, well, you just move on. You don't even make the effort. You know, you go up to Tacoma or you hang out up in Seattle until somebody finds you. And Onyx, believe it or not, two weeks before I got discovered in March, Onyx had a show here. Nobody showed up. Where was it? Uh, and he said it was somewhere he couldn't even tell me where wow. he was at. And, and, and we're talking about some of the best African American artists in the country. Ashby Reed, Al Doggett, you know, I mean, you know, Ernie, Ernie Thomas, he, he's the president of Onyx. I mean, they had a show, we had a show in Richmond in which the whole town came out. And, and they came here, and I was like, Jerry, what's wrong with Portland? I said, I have no idea. I didn't know if, if I would have had any idea that this would have been my destiny, I would have said something, you know. But So you I were said, surprised by that, too. I was like, that's terrible. I said, that's terrible. And they go, well, now that you're here, Jerry. <laughs> I said, well, yeah, yeah. If you need somebody to spearhead that, yes, <laughs> I'll do that. I sure will because I because I've seen and, and I know what Onyx is, and B squared. Mm-hmm. Now they're the, they're the largest African American uh, uh, gallery in the Northwest, and was resting at the top of the hill in Tacoma. And this guy came up to me, says, "You okay?" And asked me if I was all right. And, and I says, "I'm just fine. I'm just an artist. I'm trying to find a gallery to show my work." He says, "Well, I own this gallery." You know, it was like one of those Thanks, God, yeah. like one of those God shots, you know. <laughs> And so, you know, he signed me, you know, and so, and so, you know, it, it is funny too, because, you, you, you know, as an artist, you always think, well, you know, all I want to do is paint. Right. You know, somebody else do all the PR and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. All I want to do is paint. I've been working my butt off since this happened, which is a good thing, I guess, you know, I mean, nobody's going to give you anything, but, you know, it's all right though. So why do you do it? Oh, I love it. I love it. I've been waiting for this all my life. I've been waiting for this all my life. I mean, you know, I've taken the time and, you know, put my time in for my community and stuff and, and worked and retired and, and, and all those things are starting to come to fruition and now and and now my dream is coming true. 
you know, be brave, be bold, and go forward. Like peace that. out. Peace <laughs> out. Peace out. Thanks for listening to Woodlawn Triangle. Huge thanks to Adam Cerisi, Andre Culpepper, Jerry Quentin, and Dahlia and Elias. This podcast was hosted by me, Meg Chambers, and engineered by Margie Rudick. This podcast is available on SoundCloud and iTunes. And remember to check us out on Facebook and give us feedback.